We know we live in the best place on earth. This is the best way to wake up. Strawny for breakfast. The Mid North Coast. The Mid North Coast. Triple M. Triple M. Yes, good morning and welcome everybody. Uh, stop number three on the last lap shows. Yeah, we're getting closer to my last day, which is next Friday. I can't believe it snuck up on me like this. We're in downtown beautiful Lauriton today in front of the LUSC where many, many moons ago, I think it was 1991, we did the first ever Jukebox Saturday Night Live and there were hundreds here. We'll talk more about that a little bit later. On the show today, well, it's here for everyone to come down and say g'day. Uh, we've got stubby holders all the way from China, especially for you people out there. <laughs> come down and grab a Stony Sprecky Show last lap stubby holder. Um, whack your name on one of the raffle tickets and whack them in the bowl. Someone after 8 o'clock, we're going to draw their name out. If we spin up the number 23, which is the date of my last show, you get $1,000 thanks to Jerome and the team at 40 Winks. Now, yesterday with the rain, we normally use my Akubra hat to whack all the entries in, uh, but it got rather wet yesterday and it's drying out. So Ashley has got um, now a bowl that matches her hair colour. So we have the copper bowl with the entries all going in it for the uh, the birthday wheel, which we're going to do after eight. Coming up later on in the morning too, we're going to catch up with Wendy Hudson from the Kendall Tennis Club. We've got to tell a really funny story about when they uh, won Australia's Best Tennis Club, about when the bloke turned up with a historic train just below the tennis club. It could only happen in regional Australia. It's a beauty. Uh, I think GT's also coming along today. I'm going to get him to tell a very funny fish photo story. Uh, from when I was doing TV a long time ago. Uh, also, have a look on the Triple M Mid-North Coast Facebook page. I've got a great photo of my dad uh, in 1991 catching a big jewfish on the break wall at North Haven. There was a bloke here that worked for a modern fishing magazine and uh, he took some photos and wrote a story about it. I lost dad in 1993, but he loved his last years he had here on the beautiful Camden Haven. Also, we'll check the local's guide in what's trending the amazing story... <laughs> about what happens in the United States of America. Plus, you can win a 1000 on the birthday wheel, as I mentioned, if you come down and whack your name and phone number on one of our raffle tickets. Yeah, the last lap, Strotty's Brecky Show, the roving roast today, live till nine from Lauriton in front of the LUSC. Triple M's Fishing Best Bet. Yeah, I'm going fishing in the morning. I'm going fishing all day. I'm going fishing, time to quit wishing, I'm going fishing today. Here he is, the great man, Bluey Waters. Good morning, Bluey. That's the way, Bluey. Sorry, I just um, I, I didn't put my other button down there. How are things uh, this morning? Looking at a beautiful sunrise here over the Camden Haven and uh, a little bit chilly this morning, Bluey. A little bit chilly, but same. We've got the uh, beautiful, uh, the Hastings show, beautiful day coming up too. Also, plenty of blue water and plenty of blue sky. So, what do you think, Bluey? We've got the southwesterly winds again predicted. Lots of sunshine and uh, temperatures, as we say, you know, in the mid to late 20s. Where do you think we should go today? Yeah, definitely after the estuary today. I can see a bit of movement in the uh, water temperatures today, and I read wrap the estuary and we'll try for a lazy flathead on prawns or white bait. <laughs> Okie dokie, lazy flatted on prawns or white bait. And uh, what type of rig, rig should you be using, Bluey? Oh, I think we'll just use a, we'll basically just use about an eight, eight pound litre, uh, about 12 inches long, uh, to a swivel, uh, and, a, uh, and just a small ball sticker, like a number one or number two ball sticker, and uh, either a gangle or a long shack hook. There you go, good stuff. Hey, any club news? Now, I've got yeah, sorry. Yeah, I've got uh, results through from the Lake Cadillac Amateur Fishing Club. They did have a cop on the weekend, so Al from Mulloway, take notice of this club. They, they, they go out in all conditions. And uh, they weighed in 79 fish. Uh was, was probably down on their results, but it was good quality fish that were weighed in. They had brimmed to 860 grams, whiting to 470. That's a good whiting. Uh, blackfish to, three, to 830 grams, drummer to 2.2 2 kilos, Dusky flatheads all around the one, 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 one and a half kilo mark. Dolphin fish to 2.2 kilos. Uh, they had uh, nanny guys to 810 grams. Gem fish to 1.1 kilos. Ocean perch to 810 grams. They had a shark perch, went to 810 grams. And there was also a sighting of a magpie uh, mowok. 
also, which I sent you a photo of. Yeah, and very interesting, the magpie moan. What colours is it blue? It's black and white with the stripes. Unbelievable. <laughs> Uh, was that, eh? yeah, so that was, there was a sighting of one of those also uh, over the weekend. Uh, fantastic stuff, fantastic stuff. Yeah, I put a photo up on the Triple M uh, Mid-North Coast uh, Facebook site, Bluey, because uh, we're in the Camden Haven, as you know, today, and it's a great spot for fishing. And um, my dad caught a, an over 50-pound dewfish there in 1991, and there was a bloke from Modern Fishing Magazine uh, was here on holidays, and he took some photos and ended up writing a story about it. And you can have a look at that on the Triple M uh, Mid-North Coast Facebook site, and I'll send you the photos, Bluey, when I get off uh, this little segment here. I want to also mention, uh, you know what's crept up on us, Bluey, the 2023 uh, LUS see family fishing bonanza with thick six thousand dollars worth of cash and prizes on offer uh january i think um six seven and eight how about that oh geez that's one of our premier events and i tell you what you've got to put that in your calendar because that is really a good good competition to weather yeah sure is and also uh i got a note from uh, all the one of the lead stories in the argus today bluey uh that almost three thousand fingerlings have been released into the mcclay river the bass fingerlings how about that Yes, that was done a couple of weeks ago, and uh, yeah, I was very impressed uh, that they did something like that. And uh, yeah, it just shows you that, that our uh, entry systems are really coming alive with uh, juvenile fish. Yeah, really looking forward to that. So there you go. Um, uh, I did <laughs> I did have an early morning visitor too, Mitch O'Neill. He used to ring me years ago. He's going out to tend some cattle this morning. But um, we had the very first jukebox Saturday night ever at the LUSC, and he was at it years ago, and he wanted to remind me about it. And, um, yeah, he uh, he said uh, it was one of the best nights he's ever had, and I can tell you they were huge nights. We're going to talk more about them uh, a little bit later. But I can remember, ring- I can remember my opening spiel I used to use, Bluey. I mean, you know, there were, uh, we probably had 10, 15 staff from the radio station there. We had professional sound systems and it was all about playing that great music from the 50s and 60s and the opening spiel used to be like welcoming everybody and you'd say like, I'm going back. We're going way back in time. When going all the way meant staying on the bus, when a rubber was something on the end of your pencil and when Elvis Presley was the king of rock and roll and we go into the first song. Oh. <laughs> How good that? Oh, mate, it was a long time ago. I think it must have been thirty bloody years ago. But anyway, it was uh, it was a great night out. Always a great night, the jukebox nights. Anyway, uh, on this beautiful morning with the sun rising over the Camden Haven River, that's where you're sending us today, Bluey. Yes, we're definitely out the entry, right out in front of you. We're going for flattered on prawns or white bait. Thank you, Bluey. Cheers. Johnny's one last lap. The roving roast. Only on Triple M and the Listener app. Greatest hits. This is Strawny Fabrecki on the last lap. Yeah, our third stop on the last lap. We're in beautiful downtown Lauriton at the front of the LUSC. And that is uh, Christaberg there. Don't pay the ferryman, which is not nice. I mean, good morning to all our ferry drivers around the mid-north coast. They, uh, they certainly do a great job, even though that bloody bloke at uh, Settlement Point, the South Sydney supporter. He gives it to me, that bloke, <laughs> every time I go near him. But anyway, morning to him as well. 16 past 6, beautiful day, sunny and up to about uh, 25, maybe to 27 degrees. Um, spoke to Mitch O'Neill this morning. He used to, had been listening to me since the uh, late 80s and here's another familiar face or voice. Uh, the great man from the Wigglytail Pork Shop and Butchery, Kerry Buttsworth. G'day Kerry, how are you going? Good, Strawny. How are you, mate? Oh, fantastic. I've got uh, a week and a bit to go, but uh, we're talking earlier about uh, when my dad, I put a photograph up of the big geofish he caught, and he had to go to Vince Beaches to put it in the cool room. It was that big. Mate, they used to catch some huge jewies down there. I bet, I bet Vince probably kept half of it, did he? Yeah, there may have been a bit of commission, I think, in there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, the, this whole place, mate, absolutely beautiful, and it survived so much, particularly in, in the last couple of years. But, um, yeah, the very first jukebox we ever did was, was right here, but we've done so many interesting and funny shows here over the years, and obviously with you it's um, been a big part of your life. It has, mate, yeah. I've um, basically lived here all my life. I had a bit, little bit of a stint in Sydney, but that sort of didn't last. Got out of there quick. Exactly, exactly. So I've been here around 40-odd years and uh, just watched the place grow and watched 
the whole area just sort of embrace, um, you know, new things, embrace, embrace tourism and, um, you know, support the local businesses. Yeah, that's for sure. When I first came here in 89, I lived in Alfred Street uh, at Tom and Jones Place before they retired and came up here. Um, my son Alex was born here and mum um, used to do a bit of work uh, too and dad for uh, Rosemary and Ken. In uh, in the paper shop and uh, the take little takeaway next door, Droz was still there with the Beach Town Surf Shop. Mate, Droz Droz was there a lifetime, really it seems. But uh, you look, mate, all those old names. You know, a lot of people moved up from Sydney, and uh, once they move up, they never leave. And uh, you know, their family come up here for Christmas, and they think, gee, this is not a bad place to retire. So it's uh, it's fantastic. You know, we've got the river here, we've got great facilities, great clubs, and uh, yeah, it's just a great place to live. And uh, the great innovation, and, and the Camden Haven was first with it, was Slice of Haven to be really proud of uh, the area and what it produces and, and the people in it. And, and uh, yeah, it's just such a, an amazing day. If you haven't been before and you're listening to this, whack it in your diary. Yeah, mate. I mean, that's probably the event on the calendar for the Camden Haven. I've never seen so many people down the back of the club here. And it's a credit to uh, Rob and the team uh, that, that organised it, you know, that really it's a thankless job. They do it for nothing, and, uh, you know, it really uh, enhances the Camden Haven. Certainly does. Mate, great to see you. H how things going with the, uh, a lot of nervous pigs around here? They don't like you at this time of the year. No, that's right, mate. A lot of, pig a lot of pigs dragging, dragging their back legs at the moment. But, um... <laughs> Morning to all the animal activists around the mid-north coast. Boom, boom. No, mate, we're, uh, we're flat out cooking and smoking hams at the moment. So, um, yeah, no, it's, it's a great time of year. And um, hopefully there'll be heaps of people get to try our ham and uh, heaps of people here for the Christmas break. Yeah, Kerry, look, we always talk about COVID and it made, it's made all of us think a little bit differently. And I think it really has made people think about where did that food come from? And um, I think, you know, through the whole COVID thing, people, you know, went back to their local butcher and hopefully they stayed there. Mate, they did. Uh, when COVID hit, we actually increased, and I know a lot of butchers are the same, our sales increased. A lot of people went to this, used to shopping at the supermarkets. The supermarkets ran out of stuff because they've got to order stuff so many months in advance and they sort of rediscovered the butcher shops. And with a little bit of good service and great quality meat, um, you know, people are staying there, which is fantastic. I'm going to ask Kerry how good a butcher he is, and this is the test. Hold your fingers up. No, he's got them all. That's okay. He's all right. Mate, thanks for coming down, and uh, we'll catch you again real soon. And uh, you guys, we can still order hams? Yeah, mate, you can still order hams. We're still cooking uh, 24 hours a day there. And, Strawny, mate, congratulations on your retirement. I am so envious. <laughs> Really, you'll be able to and that's just in my guitar collection. I know, yeah. Well, that I was just about to say, you'll be able to play some of those um, very expensive guitars you've got there. <laughs> Shh, don't tell the wife, never tell it's the old expression. I hope when I die, my wife never sells my guitars for what I told her I paid for them. Anyway, thank you, Kerry. 620 back in just a tick with Shorty Leaks. All the latest entertainment gossip news. If you're a Led Zeppelin fan, I've got some great news for you. That's next. Good times, greatest hits. Story for Brecky and the summer 600 back after uh, 11 o'clock. Someone is going to win a fantastic, and I do mean fantastic, Harley Davidson worth $33,000. How good is that? Someone's got to win it who has voted at triplem.com.au. Why can't this be love? That is Van Halen. Uh, it is uh, 28 past six. Uh, we're live here on the last lap in beautiful downtown Loriton in front of the LUSC. Come down, say good day. Get yourself a stubby holder. Whack your name on our uh, raffle tickets, which are jumping out of the bowl because of the wind. And you might win $1,000 on the birthday wheel. And also, uh, we've got these beautiful uh, shirts from uh, Jabra Printing from Leah, who was uh, just so kind to make them up. To get one, uh, Promotions Ash, what have people got to do at the broadcast point? Uh, so we've got barcodes sitting in front of us. So while you're looking at Strawn's pretty face, you can download the listener app. It takes about 20 seconds. All you got to do is scan the barcode, click a couple of buttons, and you'll have it on your phone. You can take us anywhere. It's amazing. So many podcasts as well. That's my my thing. And we'll give you a T-shirt. Yep. Plus, you can grab uh, hear all the action of the uh, Australian Test Cricket of Summer on the listener app. Now, also, between 8 and 8.30... I've had so many questions everywhere I go about who is replacing you, Strawn. Well, uh, that will be revealed between 8 and 8.30. 
And um, it's funny, like, I, I do feel quite flattered that people go, well, you know, who's, who have you decided? Like, oh, I am, that's way above my pay grade. I don't own the joint, you know. Um, actually, the company had an acquisition yesterday of another, a lot of radio stations, the Ace Network. So now, in our network, we're not trying to explain about this is the biggest media company in Australia. We now have 128 radio stations around the place. But uh, the big announcement, yep, they're fine. Finally, the, the memo has come down and filtered down to the bottom level of us, and uh, we will announce that between 8 and 8.30. Who's going to be taking over my last show, of course? Coming up next week, uh, Friday of next week, the 23rd, at Port City Bowling Club, or if you're old like me, down at Eastport. Yep, the last show, and uh, we're going to have a ball there that day, and I've got a couple of real special surprises for you as well. Uh, we're going to catch up at 28 past seven, when we used to have Cactus for over 30, 33 years. Um, the two vo- the two people that did all the voices are going to be there and be talking about their favourite characters. The Christmas album that we did and raised around 15 grand for the Salvation Army, where we got to uh, get our local musos to record Christmas tracks, and I was pretty... I was, I was being smart about it. Each song had to be over 100 years old so we didn't have to pay any APRA. <laughs> but there was one original in amongst it. And uh, Stewie, the great Craig Stewart, wrote a song called Santa Swapped His Sleigh for a Surfboard. It's about Santa retiring and going to live in Crescent Head and go surfing and you can stick Christmas in your ear. Uh, we're going to get Stewie to come along and do that live for us. So it's going to be a pretty special show. It's free to get in, uh, but there are breakfast packages available. Talk to the club about that. But if you just want to come in and watch, you know, uh, or come down and say good day, see Stewie sing that great song, come and see us on um, Friday week. Back with the news shortly, then Wayne Hutto with Beach and Surf Conditions on a cracking Tuesday morning. Good times, greatest hits. You got Strutty for Brecky on the last lap. The roving roast were here in downtown Loriton in front of the LUSC, and that is Belinda Carlisle. Leave a light on for me. And uh, this southwesterly wind is making it a little bit cool here. Famous, as I mentioned, famous last words. We leave the studio, and Ash says, You're going to take your jacket. I said, Nah, it's going to be beautiful and sunny today. It's bloody cold here, and I'm looking like a pensioner. Ashley's taken her jacket off and put it around my shoulders. I look like I should be in a at home somewhere, like, with a stroking a cat on my lap like an old like an old retired bloke hey yeah gotta keep me warm that's for sure uh coming up we can have a look at what the national and local papers are saying thanks to chris and fee at the plaza news agency and coming up between 8 and eight thirty, the memo finally arrived yesterday in the inbox uh we will announce who is taking over the show uh when i finish up on um friday december 23 who will be the new voice of uh, Breakfast Radio on Triple M on the Mid-North Coast starting on Monday the 16th of January, which is the day after my birthday. I'll be in Melbourne, I think, going first time at the tennis in four years. I know. (laughs) Another year older. I'm not happy about it, but anyway, these are the things that happen. So between 8 and 8.30, we will make the announcement of who is taking over the show. Coming up uh, also after 9, Steve Price with Australia Today, and after 11, the Summer 600 continues, and someone must win that brand-new Harley-Davidson Pan America worth $33,000. Good times, greatest hits. you got Strony Fabrecki on the last lap. We're in Lauriton today in front of the LUSC, and that is Fleetwood Mac. Don't stop. Uh, it is coming up to uh, 4 to 7. News coming up at 7 o'clock. That awful story coming out of Queensland. All the latest on that, all the local news as well as Hutto's Beach and Surf uh, Report here on the M's. Now, lots of people coming up to say good day. Joni has just lobbed here and brought me some beautiful cashews to have with my Resha's Pilsner that she knows I, I love. Thanks for coming down Joe. you're welcome now you're an old-time listener and um you brought up something that look, there's so many things that we've had a laugh at over the years um but what was the one that you loved most the island holiday yeah the island holiday when he was in horton street the island there and the lady and man won an island holiday and they were sitting there with their deck chairs and every time people would go past they toot and wave and they took it in so much fun and we just loved it Joe. it's always good Joe. oh look but again look i asked a bloke about the council how would i do that today so what we did was we said 
We're going to give away an island holiday, but you have to be ready to go Monday morning at 7.30 we'll come pick you up. So we selected the winners, and it was a family of uh, mum and dad and two kids. We put Hawaiian shirts on them, really big like Mexican hats, and we took them. Imagine this today, and we stuck them on that island in the middle of Horton Street and Gordon Street, and they had to just stand there and everyone bipped and waved. And look, it sounds really terrible, Jane, but if you're listening at home and thinking, you rotten so-and-so, we took them from there to the airport and they had a week on Lord Howe Island. So it wasn't that bad, but I, I talked to a bloke from the council about that if we were to do it today, and it'd be about $6,000 to organise men at work, to organise the, the cones, the announcements for the papers, the stop goes and all that. And the other one, you like the, the fake $20 note. $20 notes. The man next door was an elderly man and he came in and he said, oh, Joan, he said, would you check these for me? I think I've got some dud $20 notes. I said, no. I said, it's strawny again. I said to him, but yeah, I said, it's all right. He said, oh, I think I'd better go to the bank. <laughs> and he didn't. Yeah, he trusted us what we said. Yeah. It, it was a good one, that one. I mean, we're not allowed to do them anymore, but even if you got it, you still went and had a look because what we said was, there's a report out, there are fake $20 notes on the Mid-North Coast. Now, have a look at your $20 note if you got one. There's an explorer on a camel. Now, if he was on the front hump, that was okay, but if he was on the back hump, it was counterfeit. And my wife, Deb, worked in the bank. It was funny for the first 10 minutes, and then it wasn't funny. She didn't talk to me for over a week. And I went downstairs to Michael at the bakery at Burkhart's and I said, mate, can you make me up a cake and make it like a $20 note? He said, do you want to take it round there to the bank? I said, no, mate, I think they'll throw it at me. Can you organise someone to take it round for me? <laughs> but, Joni, thank you very much for coming down. And those cashews, I'll think about you. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's just been great to catch up because everyone's got a different story to tell. I've forgotten a lot of these ones, but thank you for bringing those up. But enjoy retirement and I'm going to miss you. Oh, thank you very much. Well, you're going to find out who's replaced you mean between 8 and 8.30, okay? Wow. All right. Coming up, news not far away. I'm getting behind time already, Ashley. Here we go. Good times, greatest hits. It is Strutty Fabrecki. It is the last lap and uh, stop number four on the last lap. I miscalculated last time. Ashley put me up on that. We're in Lauriton, uh, out front of the LUSC, and that is Martika, and I feel the earth move under my feet. Coming up between 8 and 8.30, uh, we will make the big announcement uh, on who is replacing me in 2023. The memo filtered down <laughs> through uh, the various layers of management to say this company now has 128 radio stations. It's um, been a, a bit of a drawn-out process, but we uh, appreciate your patience. So we'll announce who's taking over between 8 and 8.30 this morning. Uh, come down, say good day, download the free listener app. Ashley, I hope you do that. You get a free T-shirt. Um, thanks to Jabaroo Printing, Lee and the crew of Shorty's last lap. Stubby holders and, of course, whack your name on the raffle ticket. You might walk away with $1,000 on the wheel. Uh, I was, we were doing it out of my Cobra hat, but yesterday it got too wet, so we're using a copper art bowl, I think think from the 1970s i don't know where ashley got it from uh lots of uh just meeting listeners uh, some of which i have never met before uh today and indeed every one of the last lap stops it's just been great but a couple of old faces as well an old surfing buddy of mine and a client of the station for donkey's years is gt the great gary taylor otherwise known as the gull ah <laughs> oh, he's unkind about his appetite. Um, GT, thanks for coming down, mate. Like, how many years have you been here on the Camden Haven? I know you're originally from around the Manly area. Um, around about 42, I think. 42 years, amazing. Moved up from Sydney when um, I couldn't see my lobster holes because of all the sewerage. We got up here and the water cleaned up down there. They took it right out to sea and now we've got dirty water here. <laughs> Don't mention the, the sewerage treatment plant, exactly. Now, and again, uh, you're an old tiler. Your knees, you're still doing okay. But um, how many years were you involved with the with tiles with style, the tiling business? Well, we had Cameron Haven Ceramics for about 10 years and then I had five or six years off and then we went back into tiles with style and I think we were there for around about 10 too, maybe a bit longer. Amazing. Now, you've been, obviously, in, have you always been in Bonnie Hills? Uh, we started off in... Uh, Heron's Creek, 
for a while then we lived moved to Bonnie Hills then we moved to Dunbogan and then back to Bonnie Hills yeah love it yeah. now I've got to tell you a funny story here to say like uh, when I'm retiring they say what else are you going to do nothing let me tell you I uh, left school when I was 15 and ever since 18 I've been working one two or three jobs and uh, six or seven days a week and for a while I did 10 years worth of television just I used to do the leisure report on prime television and part of it was catch of the week now uh uh, we normally record it on a, win- on a Thursday for Thursday night, but for some reason we had to record it on a Wednesday uh, one week. Anyway, I didn't have a, a photo for Catch of the Week, so I ring my buddy here, GT, who's got a fishing boat in Coffs Harbour. I said, mate, can you give me a photo? And you got me a photo. It was a bloke holding, I don't know what it was, it was a, a dolphin fish or whatever. It's a pretty heavy fish. It was a good fish, I remember. Yeah. It's a massive fish. So the bloke's straining to hold this fish. So he sends it to me and goes, oh, have a look at that straw. It's fantastic. So he gives me the bloke's details and we've got, we film the scene and, you know, we go catch of the week and there's the, the, uh, the nice photo of the, the bloke with the fish. <laughs> now, anyway. <laughs> yeah, so, so I was working the boat that day, so I'll give you that photo. And then uh, it's all good, yeah, great photo. And then the next thing I tell this fella that, uh, hey, guess what, mate, your photo is going to be up on the, on the leisure report tonight on Prime. I said, don't, 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 I'm on compo, I can't do it. Oh, don't, don't, I'll sue you. <laughs> so I get a dramatic phone call the next day. <laughs> he goes, mate, that photo cannot go to where. <laughs> so I'm having to ring Tamworth and, like, ring Andy Watts. Mate, mate, we've got to get, don't show that bloke. Apparently he's on a compo case <laughs> with his back. And we had the, him holding this massive fish. And honestly, life does throw some curveballs at me. But that was, because I did think you were pulling my leg for a while. No, 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 it was all true. <laughs> You never know what's going to happen on that boat. Some of the people that would come out were unbelievable. Oh, now, also, you're famous for, for going getting your, your, your lobsters and, you know, your diving and stuff like that. I know you've, um, like all of us, had a couple of ups and downs with your health and your, your crook back. And, mate, you, you are like MacGyver. You just keep surviving these things, GT. That's what my wife says. <laughs> Mate, thank you for your uh, your friendship and, and uh, everything over the years. We've had some great time surfing together and um, just pl- um, playing a muck and playing practical jokes on each other. I don't think in the workplace now we could do what we used to do. No, mate, you look, you've been fantastic for the community. It's been unbelievable working all those years with you on the live broadcast where I was forced to make early breakfast, which I've already done again this morning. You, you are a very good cook. You're, you're, he's a Thai specialist, GT, but you made me... What a, a beautiful Asian omelette. A, uh, a, a combination omelette for brekkie should be nice. Okay, now he's even bought the silverware. Now, Ashley, she's not keen on breakfast, but this is good. This is no plastic knives and forks. No, that, you just drop them in at my place on the way home. <laughs> okay, mate, thanks for coming down. All the best to you and Mark for the future. To the community, and uh, we wish you all the best, mate, in your retirement, which will only mean more fun because you only have fun. That's right. Good on you, mate. Thanks. Really appreciate it, GT. That was a very funny story of the day with the bloke with the fish, let me tell you. Coming up next, Strawdy Leaks, all the latest entertainment gossip news. If you're a Led Zeppelin fan, you're going to love what I've got for you next. Good times, greatest hits. It's Strawny for Brecky. Stop number four on the last lap. We're in Lauriton today out front of the LUSC and the great Phil Collins. You can't hurry. Love news coming up shortly. Uh, but we've got a traffic check with Marina before that and what's trending. Uh, an amazing story this morning uh, about <laughs> some animals from a nativity scene having to get rescued. Uh, yeah, it is an amazing story. I couldn't make it up. Talking about not making it up, uh, if I was to say to you, one of the most, um, and I've done plenty over the years, uh, amazing things that I've done, is gone to have uh, a good look at the mid-north coast and a historic tree in a sidecar. I felt like I was in the opening scene of Hogan's Heroes. Remember that that was the opening scene as the gates went open and uh, the sidecar came in? Only I wasn't uh, with the Gestapo. I was with Epic Tours. <laughs> Hef, thanks very much for coming down. You've got the, your bike in the sidecar here and um, the beautiful Camden Haven you and I were just talking about. This place is so beautiful and uh, to look uh, from the top of North Brother Mountain north, um, when you bring people here on the tours with the bikes, they must be amazed. Oh, they certainly are, Strawny. Um, recently did a run. I've 
two lovely customers they were having a ball we were already half an hour late so i thought oh well <laughs> let's go quick side trip up to north brother and they loved it they were absolutely thrilled to bits yeah Fantastic. It is just such a beautiful spot. And uh, uh, your historic bikes, and, and again, I know we've spoken about it before, some people that may have had bikes when they were, they were younger and haven't been on a bike for 20, 30, 40 years, and they just absolutely love the experience of, of getting back aboard uh, one of your vehicles and, yeah, experiencing the wind in the hair and in the sidecar. Oh, for sure. We actually had a couple, 86 and 90. And You're looking at me. <laughs> oh, no. I'm, I'm getting there. I'm getting there slowly. Um, they used to race sidecars, and they'd come over from Britain to visit all their family who followed us in a convoy of cars and bikes. Um, there were kids, there were grandkids, there were great-grandkids, and we took them up the Oxley to Long Flat. The family all broke, uh, piled into the pub up there, had a Swifty. Me and my co-rider only had a Coke. And uh, then we brought them back to the Bago Tavern where they had lunch. Um, they were absolutely over the moon, really were. Yeah, it's a great service, mate. Good on you. Thanks for coming down today. And Ash, again, from the other end, we're talking about 90-year-olds. And, you know, she makes us feel so old when she tells us when she was born. And it's just like, oh, my God. But, like, um, you'd never been in one of those. And you you en nearly enjoyed yourself. Yeah, I felt like a little kid again. The amount of giggles that were emitting from me, I think Hef enjoyed it almost as much as I did because I was absolutely cacking myself. I thought it was the best thing you could ever do. It's such a unique experience. I could not recommend it more as a gift as a gag if you want to like just enjoy it it's so fun yeah but then again i had to go to youtube and show her the actual start of hogan's heroes because she's so young all right news coming up more of the last lap after this good times greatest hits it's all happening here the fourth stop on the last leg of shows for Stoddy's Bricky show sister hazel all for you gee that brings back a memory for me too um big trip to america in 1997 we're in san francisco that band is playing that song in the park over the road from where we were staying live on TV. I think they only had that one hit, but, yeah, great memories of um, San Francisco, which isn't the place it used to be, apparently, at the moment. Um, uh, not as nice and friendly as it used to be back in the 90s. Beautiful and sunny today, up to around 27 degrees after we were freezing earlier this morning. Come down, say good day. Uh, download the free listener app. You get one of our magnificent T-shirts, thanks to our good friends at Jabberoo Printing with the Strawny's Breaky Show Last Leg Shows, uh, the Roving Roast. Uh, you could also win a thousand on the birthday wheel and uh, get yourself a stubby holder. He's tight with his money. Mean. Tight fisted. Miserly. Penny pinching. He's a tight ass. He's a tight ass. He is the frugal fella on Triple M. Yes, here he is live in Lauriton, the frugal fella. And uh, thanks very much for coming down, frugal. You look very Christmassy. Uh, you've got um, your Griswolds t shirt on. Good morning, Mark, and good morning, Mid-North Coast. Listen, just before we go too much further, who do I give the petrol receipt to? <laughs> uh, Ashley, Ashley, petrol receipt. No, she can put the finger. <laughs> I had to fill up on the way down. It cost me a veritable arm and a leg, Mark. Oh, here we go. Fourteen long times longer to get here than it does to get to the studio. There you go. Now, the frugal fella always has something a little bit different. And uh, today, uh, for the people that have come down to watch the show, they're absolutely amazed at what is this that you have brought down and how much is it? What is it? Mark, given that we are approaching Christmas and that we have been on the Christmas mode for about three or four weeks, this is the singing, dancing Christmas tree. <laughs> and wait, Mark, wait. I'll just, I'll just pop it on for us so we can all have a listen. It's a dancing Christmas tree. It's also got the world's longest song, Mark. We might end it there. <laughs> Now, people, have you seen anything like that? 
a dancing, singing Christmas I tree. I can't find the switch. Turn the bloody thing off, will you, please? Okay. Now, that is amazing. Ashley's just shot a little video. We'll whack that up on the Triple M Mid-North Coast Facebook site. Uh, where do you get this singing, dancing Christmas tree? Mark, you know, there's lots of shops around town at the moment that have that sort of thing in there. And I won't say specifically which store there are because there's so many that have Christmas gifts in there and those sort of things. And they're about $13, Mark. And you tell me you didn't have $13 worth of fun with that. That's just, that's just, imagine that on your Christmas dinner table, you know, going for hours. Oh, my God. Hey, listen. Talk about frugaling too, Mark. Come down, get yourself a free T-shirt and a free stubby holder. Mark, can I get a T-shirt without your head on it? No, you can't. And it is time to say goodbye. Put your hands together for the frugal fella, ladies and gentlemen. There he is. He's cheap. That's why he's on this show. And, yes, where is his docket? Where does he put his docket in to claim the receipt for coming the down? The time's greatest hits and the $1,000 birthday wheel. Someone that has come down to the broadcast today is going to have the wheel spun for them. And if they spin up the number 23, the money is theirs. Thanks to Jerome and the team at 40 Winks, $1,000. Maroon 5, what lovers do here on the M's. And uh, I'm blown away by uh, the people that have come down and said good day and been so kind and cooked me things and brought me things. Um, it's just, oh, I don't know, it's yeah, just amazing. And uh, I just had a lovely chat with Michelle from the post office, which is only about 200 metres away. And, Ashley, there's one to put in your green, your black book uh, for promotions. Uh, one we used to do, which was just great, um, we'd go, come to the schools and um, Michelle remembers us coming to St Joey's and um, we used to do coins for Christmas. We had a sponsor on board, so what we would do We'd come down and do the show from the school and we would uh, tape out using gaff tape a Christmas tree in the quadrangle in the playground, right? Yeah. And all the kids, uh, the newsletter went out the week before and they'd all bring coins to put on the Christmas tree, right? And um, the sponsor doubled that, which was the Holiday Coast Credit Union at the time, and donate that to the Salvation Army. Also, we get the school choir to sing and the school band to play us Christmas carols and we'd also get the best... We used to get the promotions person, which would be you if we do it again, had to take on the best handball player in the school. Oh, no. I don't know if I can do that with my shoulder. Can I sub someone in? Oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you ain't got to use one hand. Do you reckon you'd be up for that? Absolutely. All right. Look out for that. Coins for Christmas could be coming back because of the last lap tour. Good times, greatest hits. It's Strolly for Brecky on the last lapper at stop number four in the beautiful Camden Haven in front of the Lauriton United Services Club. It's Mike and the Mechanics there. All I need is a miracle. Uh, the answer to the question everyone wants to know wherever I turn up, who's doing your bloody show, Strawn, when you kick the bucket? I mean, go and retire. Did I say kick the bucket? You know what I mean. Uh, we'll make that announcement before 8.30 this morning. All I need is a miracle, Mike and the Mechanics. Um, in front of the LUSC today, we've had such a great history with them. Here's Rob Dwyer, who helped us set up this morning and got me a coffee so it could get me awake. Mate, thanks for very very much for having us. We've got a lot of history with you, particularly um, Jukebox Saturday night. The first one we ever did was here. Mate, the Jukebox Saturday night was such a feature on our card of entertainment for the year. We packed the place out with it. The, the stories that you hear, I'm sure that there are a lot of children in the Camden Haven that were created on those wonderful nights. We had, we, we had times there where someone would have to put a Mars bar up the bottom of someone's trousers and then track it all the way through the groin area and down the other trouser leg to get it out to win a prize of, like, a T-shirt. Yeah, and if you want to know, a lot of those games we'd never be allowed to do now in the different you know, world we live in. But the part that used to really spice that up, okay, can you imagine that, exactly what Rob is saying? And the gentleman would be on the chair behind his head and the lady like in front to as I say trace the Mars but which had been sitting on a light so it was nice and gooey right over the gentleman's you know bits there um, and just before we'd start we'd say why don't we move everybody along one and that <laughs> created a bit of angst. <laughs> it certainly did. Oh, mate. And look, I can also remember the first renovation you did at the club, right? And uh, the late, great Gary O'Callaghan used to do Sunday mornings for us. And I remember we got him down to do the show here. And one of his great stories was uh, they go to the 7 o'clock news and uh, there's lots of people obviously want to talk to Gary, radio legend, you know, and there was a, an older lady with a walking 
frame and it took her about three minutes to get across to the other side of the um of the hall where gary was sitting behind the broadcast desk and he's come out and said g'day she said are you gary o'callaghan said yes and he shakes her hand and she says he says thanks very much for coming down to to uh, the show and she starts to laugh and she said my mother used to love listening to you. <laughs> that he felt a thousand and five. Just a, just a little bit older, but not talking about a thousand and five, Strawny. But you started with the station as a producer in '89. Not yes. many people here would know you also have an OAM. A lot of the younger crowd may not know that. So congratulations on that, and the many many years you've given to our community down here. What about our wonderful golf days we used to have? We raised money for Give Me Five for Kids. Hundreds of thousands of dollars have been raised over, what, the last seven to ten years doing Give Me Five for Kids, starting off yeah. with a five-cent idea. Yep. That's right. Well, we originally did Sense for the Surf, and then it evolved into what Sarah King from Kempsey, when she worked at Gosford, um, she invented Give Me Five for Kids. But, look, the last year we did it before COVID, and as we know it changed the world, we broke a record. We got over $100,000 from five cent pieces and people's generosity it was it was certainly amazing it was amazing a lot of people also wouldn't know how many times you would have voiced over how green was my cactus always something we always look forward to, to listening to twice in the morning show to come on and the stories and the politics that we try and catch up with on the day to give us a really good laugh was how green was my cactus and i think you wrote for that as well yeah 25 years and actually on the last show I've contacted Robin and Keith. They're going to come on and uh, do some of their favourite voices. So we'll get to, to relive it again next Friday. Looking forward to that. And, of course, we've got to jump online. Somewhere we've got to write a story about your April Fool's Day pranks. What about what, one of the favourite ones was the Luf Lipra? Do we remember the Luf Lipra? The, 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 was it a planet coming down on us? Uh, I did a cross-promotion with the Port News and what we did, and it may have been the Candidavan Courier as well, was we said Loop Lurfra is actually April Fool backwards. And we said it was a comet. You could only see that morning. And when the paper came out, it had eye holes you could cut in it. And it was a safe way to look at the comet as it came across. Right. And, of course, the best place to see it was on Town Green. So we tried to get everyone to get to Town Green. Yeah. And the, that time of the day, it was great. Yeah. And the other one was the man-eating shark, which we explained earlier about, you know, you start the jokes, you'd start out, like, with a semblance of credibility about 5.30. And we said, like, has anyone heard the helicopters overnight? Then at 6 o'clock, you say, yeah, I heard them. They were around... Port Macquarie and then at 7.30 oh I saw one and had a SeaWorld logo on it and what we said was we then did a fake interview which you're not allowed to do now uh, saying that um, yeah there was a, a shark washed up on the beach uh, looks like it was, they identified it it was a man-eating shark they couldn't save it they're going to send a truck to come and get it later but if you want to see the man-eating shark come down to town beach we'd set up a tent which uh, the opening faced out to sea so you had to walk down the sand and when you got there it was the bloke from Mike's Seafoods eating shark. So that was the man eating shark. And it was funny, watching people's behaviour, Rob, the people that got got that were walking back to the car park didn't tell the people that were going down what had happened. Uh, no, not so much fun. So many great stories about the April Fools. The $20 bills were, yeah. were fantastic. The people landing here on the boats, that was another fantastic one. Everybody that was real, though. That wasn't made up. That was real. That was real. I just don't know how the legal teams are going to survive without you anymore. Probably with a... You know, probably be there to see me off and make sure I didn't come back and get me keys, I suppose. Rob, thanks very much for joining us. Thanks for a great association with the club over many years. It's a great community facility. We saw that in the fires, in the floods. Uh, it's an integral part of uh, this beautiful area. Yeah, and all, all our clubs are. We've got some great people in the area and great clubs. And, and again, been fantastic working with you all those times, the amount of times that you've been here, been our community announcer, announcer when we've had those issues that we're confronting. You've been a big part of that and a big part of our confidence of a go-to to get up and listen to you in the morning and just know that everything's going to be okay. Good on you, Rob. I really appreciate it. You're embarrassing me. Go away. <laughs> Back in just a tick. Uh, with uh, We're going to talk to Wendy Hudson, too, about the Kendall Tennis Club. They've got some uh, more great news, and we're going to tell a funny story from years ago when they got uh, some funding and we announced uh, Australia's Best Tennis Club. But now, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it is time for this... For 40 Wings, Port Macquarie. So come and see the team at Port Home Zone, 40 Wings. Serious about sleep. Okay, uh, instead of people ringing up today, everyone that's come down uh, has filled out the entry form which Ashley's got here with raffle tickets in the Copper Art Bowl. Do you reckon that looks like from Copper Art from 1974? I think it does. Uh, we've gone into the Copper Art Bowl. Rob, who have you got? We have Phil. Okay, all right, Phil. 
Here we go. We've got to spin up the number 23. That's the date of my last show. So here we go. Big spin, Rob. We spin up 23. Phil gets $1,000 thanks to 40 Winks. Here it goes. Come on, number 23. And I tell you what, it's going to be close. What number, Rob? Number 25. 25 were two off. If only you had two more wheat picks this morning, Rob. Jeez, fair dinkum. Uh, <laughs> never mind. We're going to put Phil in the draw to win a $250 voucher from our great friends at 40 Winks. Back with more shortly. Thank you for that, uh, 8.28, uh, we're here live in the Loriton. Uh, it's been great to talk to all the listeners and some of the local identities. And uh, I, when I knew I was coming here, I wanted to talk to Wendy Hudson about the Kendall Tennis Club, which has um, uh, just put the whole Mid-North Coast on the map for its great work uh, in developing talent and also for winning awards. I remember being in uh, Melbourne for the Australian Open and seeing right next to Margaret Court Arena uh, a fantastic billboard that looked like an old drive-in movie theatre screen with Kendall on it, with the bridge and the water and the greenery around it. And uh, Wendy was the lady behind that that led the club to uh, to that type of of uh, winning those awards for how good it is. And I thought we'd get her back here today because we've got a couple of funny stories to tell. Wendy, thanks very much for joining us. And um, you, you've got some exciting news about the club again. Yeah, thanks, Johnny. Yeah, we've just um, put uh, court number six down and some pickleball courts. So uh, the new uh, facilities just moving ahead which is so good and we'll open that in February. How many kids um, go and enjoy that facility each week just roughly? Yeah around 120 you know 100 120 um, on Friday nights is our program which is great and um, there's probably 80 or 90 kids coaching during the week as well and um, just over 450 members now. Amazing. Now, also, uh, one of the I've done hundreds and hundreds of outside broadcasts, but one of my favourites was when you got the award. You have the actual Australian Open trophy comes to Kendall. Uh, we have John Fitzgerald, a legendary player and administrator, Davis Cup captain. Um, we have that beautiful ceremony there at uh, the Kendall Tennis Club, but <laughs> it could only happen in regional Australia. Um, the actual trophy got down to go to the railway line in Kendall. Just explain what happened. Yeah, we're just about doing the opening of the ceremony and this steam train rolls into Kendall and everyone thought that I organised the steam train to come to Kendall and um, next minute we thought, what great opportunity and um, we took the Australian Open trophies down onto the railway line and got um, some photos with this steam train and I think the steam train driver got his own photos as well. And um, I thought it broke down. <laughs> no, I think it was just passing through and um, everyone's gone, oh, I can't believe you got the steam train to Kendall for the opening of the train. And it was, it's just a coincidence, but it was a great day. It certainly was. And the thing that I remember, it's great to have mates, you know, and when you were just about, because Fitz is such a great guy. We, we had you know, lots of conversations with him on and off air. Um, but as we got to go to the official uh, part of the ceremony, which you got me to MC, and all the dignitaries are there and all that, you know, and I've put, taken the, um, the Triple M shirt off and got the, you know, the proper collared shirt on and the blazer, and I had... Um, my OAM pin on there and anyway as we're just about to start um, Fitzy leans across and goes is that an OAM and before I could say anything Don Barton goes yeah he found it (laughs) (laughs) yeah that was a classic it's great to have mates it is it was terrible but yes it was funny it was such a great day and uh, as I said to be you know in the middle of the Australian Open and see the the advertisement there for Kendall it must make you exceptionally proud Oh, I'm just so proud of the town that's helped me build this tennis centre and it's um, it's a community venue and we're just doing so well out there and um, we hope to continue. You'll be watching um, three of our kids on the United Cup, ball, kit, ball boys um, and ball girls this coming summer, which is going to be awesome. Just going to ask you about that. Have you got any kids that we're going to see on the telly? Yeah, so we're going to uh, turn on the United Cup because um, we're going to see three kids from Kendall and a young girl from um, Nambucca Maxville area as well um, on their uh, ball boying again which they made the New South Wales squad. Fantastic. Thanks very much for joining us, Wendy. You do great work. It's a great community. I love this area. That's what Sam Thank Thank you very much, Wendy Hudson. Back with more shortly. Okie dokie, news coming up, and here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I have been sweating bullets on this, as have uh, a lot of people in the station. And uh, what time did the memo come down yesterday, Ash? Because you're, you're still at work. I was at home doing a bit of prep. What time was it? Uh, probably would have been just a little bit after one, two o'clock. 
I think in between there, I think. So it filters down to we, the worker ants, <laughs> then the memo comes down and down and down. Yeah, Southern Cross Austereo is a, an Australian-wide media company. It is the biggest media company in Australia. Uh, it has 128 radio stations around the place. And um, we got word from the memo, and like, people think I own the joint. <laughs> I'm just a worker ant, honestly. Anyway, uh, we got the memo through yesterday that uh, the person taking over on the 16th of January 2023 of Strawny's Brecky Show is Alex Strawn. So... Mr. Producer, the tight ass that he is, does not even have to change one ID or sweeper. Um, I'm very proud of uh, Alex of what's, what he's done in the media on and off uh, since he was a little fella, but particularly in the last uh, 15 years uh, in Sydney and, and overseas. I never thought, honestly, this would happen. I'm not in my wildest dreams, but it's funny. Sometimes you get a red light that ends up being a green light. And I think that's uh, what's happened with, with Alex. I'm very proud of him and I just love it that the same thing that ignited my passion um, in radio has lit the fire under him as well and I'm sure he's going to have uh, a great time like I have. Like it's it's very hard for me because I've, I've always said I never wanted to get a real job before I retire and I've kept that <laughs> even though I had the milk run in the fruit shop. It, it's just been absolutely fantastic but suddenly you wake up and you think I'm the same age as old people and Deb and I still want to do a lot of stuff and we're going to do it while we can and um, yeah I, I would never have believed this if you told me six months ago 12 months ago three years ago that this would happen but as we say sometimes in life a red light is a green light Johnny's one last laugh Triple M <laughs> oh dear we've just lost a chair a cafe barrier and lucky the wheel is tied up otherwise I'd be wearing it at the moment uh, the great man Ed Sheeran there and the Galway girl story if you've ever been to Galway and that song just makes you smile as soon as you hear it now Trev otherwise known as Tony how did we give you that name uh, I believe it's something to do with your family. It's, it's, they can muck it up people's names. Unbelievable. Tony, uh, we talk about the beautiful Camden Haven here. The surf club is um, iconic. It's a great wave. I know you lifeguarded down there on and off over the professional period of the summer how it used to be. And um, they've struggled a bit for numbers over the last couple of years. But everyone pitches in and helps them. It's a great club, a great tradition. And, uh, you know, the uh, the run up the mountain was always a good fundraiser for them. And, um, yeah, uh Tell me about North Haven and as far as your thoughts as a surf lifesaver and also as a, as a surfer. It's a great break. It's a, it's a great break. It, it really is. I've worked down here as a lifeguard for a lot, uh, quite a few years when I was a professional lifeguard. And now I, um, when I stay out at my daughter's place at Kendall, I come in and do uh, volunteer patrols with the, uh, the Kendall Haven Surf Club as well. So, and I think at the moment they're only doing Sundays, so I come down and join in. Yeah, fantastic. They're a great club, that's for sure. Now also... Um, Again, uh, it is not a sanctioned surf saving event, but the mud run uh, has been a tradition. And I go back in the days of when we used to do it and there would be, look, I know this is like old and the keg in the shed afterwards. <laughs> Showing your age, aren't you? I remember seeing the Wilson boys get chased by a bull across a paddock, which is now full of houses on the way to Settlement Point. Uh, the mud run coming up Thursday? Yeah, Thursday from 5.30 at the boat sheds uh, next to the, what's the old country comfort? Um, Jesus, we're old. Yeah, we are. Uh, starting from six, I'll send the slow runners off from then, uh, meeting out at Settlement Point. Uh, when everyone gets there, everyone gets together, gets their breath back, then it's go across the mudflat, down the mudflats to uh, around the Pelican Island, back to the uh, the mooring opposite um, the, the Country Comfort, and then it's a 100 metre swim back home. Magnificent. Good on you, mate. It's not a sanctioned event, but it's just it's a community event. I'm going for a run on Thursday afternoon. Anyone's welcome to join me. On you, buddy, and good to see you so well too, mate. And uh, uh, you got everyone coming for Christmas, or you, you and your land travelling? I, I thought there was no one coming for Christmas, but I believe we've got a few coming now. On you, mate. <laughs> Big hugs to you and Leanne. Fantastic, buddy. Good to see you. And uh, yeah, if you're thinking about joining a voluntary group, think about Surf Life Saving. It's the biggest. I remember uh, John Dingle always used to say, "The biggest mafia in the world." And come and join the Camden Haven Club. And we take we take everyone. You don't have to. Be Took you and I. Yeah, well, sure, sure enough. You don't have to be a swimmer. You don't have to be a runner. You don't have to be a rower. Uh, but yeah, come on, and join a surf club. There'll be a position for someone everywhere. 
That's for sure, Tony. You don't need to be Guy Leach or Grant Kenny, and that's how old we are mentioning those names. <laughs> Back with more shortly. It's Triple M right across the mid-north coast. It is the fourth stop on the last lap. With love, health and friends. Stand by Steve Price after nine. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. And I have a look at the listener app. A full download of the show will be available there from what we did today after midday.